fair here, Desmond King is not some superstar. This is not like the Joe Hayden acquisition. But he can make a very big difference to this defensive secondary. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're in two. Hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of the other two teams in town that I cover, those being, of course, the Penguins and the Pirates. King is a stealer, according to multiple reports and according to King's own Twitter account last night. He's 28 years old. He's solid. He's sound. He's productive. He can come up with interceptions. He can come up with passes defensed. He can work up at the line of scrimmage. He can make things happen, even in terms of run defense. If you want to look for a comparison point for King, rather than getting super lofty here, you know, the Hayden level, I would look at him more as a Mike Hilton type when he's up close, when he's in the slot but also as a Cam Sutton type in that he can kick to the outside if needed. Now, is he either of those players at either of those positions? I don't know. It depends on which statistics or which data or even which film breakdowns uh, you prioritize or trust. Pro Football Focus had him as one of the top 20 corners in the NFL last season. Well, the Steelers didn't have one of those last season. So you would, from there, have to believe, and I think this is going to require something of a stretch, that he was a better player than Sutton. And I don't know about that. Sutton was pretty good. Regardless of all of this, What happens when you bring him in is that he has an opportunity, King does, to become, and I'm going to be specific now, finally, the starting slot corner, in which case he would supplant Chandon Sullivan, maybe. I mean, he'd have to beat him out, you know? And if he does, and if you and I can agree that Sullivan's been a plus at that position, he had to beat out Elijah Riley just to get that designation, then those are pluses all around for a secondary that's it's felt for months now as if the people are there, the talent is there, it's just how do you sort it out? And now here comes another addition that appears to add more questions then it does answers while at the same time being a welcome addition. Nuts, right? Okay, well, Minka Fitzpatrick is going to start in the secondary. We got that much down? All right. The rest of these guys can play. DeMonte Casey can play. Keanu Neal can play. If they want to go with a three-safety set, they're going to have three guys who can play. Patrick Peterson has shown for a long time including just last season, even at age 32 in Minneapolis, that he can play. Joey Porter Jr.'s played, but he's done it in college. Levi Wallace, he is what he is. You know, we don't talk about him much, but the reason you don't talk about him is because, you know, he doesn't get torched all that often, which is a good thing. 
So that's the part that I don't like about the move, only that it makes analysis more complicated. The part that I do like about the move is that if someone gets exposed, and that's the nature of a secondary in football, you don't learn anything about the individuals or, for that matter, the collective until you start seeing them get picked apart, which I've been saying this for a while now. I really wish would have happened in the preseason. I really wish there was an opponent that would do some of the dinking and dunking and all that stuff that Brock Purdy does in San Francisco before the actual season opener. Alas, that didn't happen. But it's going to. If it isn't San Francisco, it might be Cleveland. It might be somebody else down the road. But it's going to. And when it does, you're going to want to have safety valves, no pun intended, with your existing personnel, with your existing depth chart. What I would do with King in these final few practices before the real thing is put him in what he feels and what his film shows to be his most natural, most effortless, most seamless transition position. I'm going to guess that slot corner. Does he have to run with the ones right away? No. You've got a guy there in Sullivan who's been doing everything for weeks now. But do you get him some reps? Do you get him familiar? Do you give him a specific role? Maybe he's the dime guy and just say, listen, we're going to start you off you know, with just this much so you're not getting overwhelmed with information or whatever, but you got to get him on the field. You got to get him uh, in the flow. And from there, you're adding to the options that are available. That's good stuff. I'd like to think that you and I could agree that if we'd had the discussion 72 hours ago as to which one position you still would have wanted Omar Khan to address, even if it was just in terms of depth, it would have been corner. And we could have argued all day as to whether it should be outside, inside, whether Joey Jr. should start, what do you do with Pat Pete? But we could have at least agreed that another body was needed. There wasn't going to be a Hayden lying around because, well, there's only so many idiotic teams like the Browns. But you know what? One of those idiotic teams... Year after year tends to be the Texans. So don't rule anything out when we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from James, who asks, How much have we seen Minka Fitzpatrick practicing behind these new inside linebackers? Meaning, of course, he'll land in Roberts, Quan Alexander, and Cole Holcomb. Have you sensed any particular dynamic there? James, Minka has been there. Minka has been behind these guys. Minka has done drills with these guys. What obviously hasn't been the case is a whole lot of snaps in anger behind these guys. 
And that, again, is one of the many things that's had me unsettled about the secondary. And apparently, judging by going and getting another player, there's got to be some of that feeling among Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, and Andy Weidel as well. But specifically to your question, uh, Minka really doesn't need to read off his inside linebackers. The way Tomlin, and this does go all the way up to him, wants to see Minka treated within the defense is, don't worry about Minka. Let Minka figure out Minka. I want somebody else responsible for every other guy who's lining up on offense. I want Minka to go where Minka wants to go. I want him to go ball hawking. So you'll see Minka and the safeties, they call their own signals. They're communicating with each other. They're not doing it with the linebackers. But even that, at the risk of belaboring the point, is cause for concern because Minka and the safeties are seeing all kinds of different names and faces around them at all times, and that's not great. And that's the kind of thing I can tell you from a reporter's standpoint that I'll hear after a season-opening loss more than anything else, especially if the defense struggles. You'll hear about communication, communication, and communication. And you won't hear about anything else. You won't hear about missed tackles, lousy timing, anything like that. You'll hear that they just weren't on the same page in a hundred different forms of the English language. I do not share the viewpoint that seems to be increasingly held across the football world that the 49ers have some super fantabulous offense, but they have weapons. And they were able to find some rhythm, especially in the second half of last season. And they can come at you some different ways. Most of those ways are named Debo Samuel, but he's not the only guy over there. And I feel like it's paramount that in the next few days, in these final few practices, that everyone's lining up where they know they're going to be. And that's why I stressed in the opening segment that I just want to see the new guy come in, be assigned a very specific role. Don't put a ton in front of him and just get on the same page. Do whatever it takes, but get on the same page. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Going to do one more of these tomorrow. 